Ready, Shane? Episode 166, coming at ya! The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Wayne Lebrett. And Bryce. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. We got the three stooges back in the studio today. Wade, Bryce, Shane. Back to back to back. I mean, it's back to <laughs> back. It's three backs. It doesn't really feel like much of a back-to-back. That no, last episode was just episode. a givey. A givey. A givey. A givey. A givey. You ever had a givey? <laughs> What's a givey? Explain what a givey might no be. Comment. Wait, define. Like, I don't define know what a givey It was your word, dude. Yeah, but I heard it from somewhere. It must have been you. So what? what is it? Would you like to take a crack at this? <laughs> yeah, we give you a discount on the <laughs> yeah. camel. I think uh, it maybe it's got to do with voyeurism. Oh, voyeurism. A givey. Sure, might be. Yeah. Um, oh, I got the volume turned off. I, had, I couldn't do it. I was that sucked. You tried. Yeah, to I do tried. It? Who gave that guy the soundboard <laughs> to begin with? Now you know. Uh, Bryce, you put together some oh things. I thought about some things. I don't know if I would call them put together. Okay. Well, we were talking earlier today about some funny Wi-Fi names that people yeah. name your wife, and I want to do this because I think I think this would be fun. Mine's just. Boring. Can you come up with a few, like on the spot? I'll I'll do two or three right off the bat. No, I can't come any up with any on the spot. Sorry. What? No, I'm out. Okay, I got three <laughs> that I think are really good. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Abraham Linksis. That's, That's pretty a good. good one. Yeah. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your Wi-Fi. Yep. Well, that's not bad. That one's good. I like that one. What was my last one? Bill Clinternet. <laughs> that might be my favorite of the three. What were some of the other ones we looked at? Cisco oh. of a Down? Si- no, that wasn't even one. Panic, Panic at, at the, the Disco. Si- Panic at, at the, the Cisco. Cisco. Yeah, Panic yeah. at the Cisco. That's oh, pretty good, too. There's lots of good ones, though. Do you guys have anybody in your neighborhoods that have funny Wi-Fi names? Oh, no, I don't. Everybody just goes with the same, like, boring Wi-Fi name. Yeah, mine's like 2Wire86, <laughs> whatever the yeah, default exactly. SAS yeah, tell name is I haven't comes with, right? Too right. creative with it. So, yeah. anyway. Nacho Wi-Fi. That's a good one. I like that Nacho one. Wi-Fi. That one's good, yeah. Uh, what about uh, Girls Gone Wireless? <laughs> <laughs> we Fi Fo Fum. Holy. Yeah, that's good. I feel like I'm maybe not creative enough a person to do something like this. You're not creative enough? Like, it wouldn't occur to me Some to... Some visionary you are. It wouldn't? <laughs> like, it wouldn't occur to me <laughs> to change the Wi-Fi name for my house. Like... How about two fly for a Wi-Fi? <laughs> two fly for a Wi-Fi. <laughs> exactly. That one's pretty good. Fairly good construction. Submitted that online here. That's good. Wu-Tang Lan. I like that one quite a bit too. <laughs> Wu-Tang Lan. Drop it like it's hot spot. <laughs> yep. Anyway, it's time to get creative and add some happiness to your life. Change your Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Or your what? Wi-Fi. Your Wi-Fi name. Yeah. Password's top of mind because you, uh, you had Bryce just promptly log in and change all your passwords and everything. Last yeah. Days. Well, Isn't that fun? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Remember your passwords, guys. I can't wait till we don't need them anymore. Words? Where everything's just biometric, scans your face, and donezo. Oh, yeah. We could do that. You ever cut a finger off? <laughs> you ever cut a face off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What> <laughs> you got, like, a I think the face is probably a little safer. <laughs> wait. Like, you get hit with a grinding disc, and it goes across your face. And hey. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that right? happen. Now you're in trouble. So, hold on. Yeah, what happened? That, that begs a question. Now, what happened? Have you ever tried to set up biome- like a fingerprint scanner on your phone with your... With your lack of thumb? The nub. What does it do? I don't, I've never done that. Why would you never do that? That feels like a thing like that a everybody would, thing do would do without fingers. Because it's my left hand, and I log into things with my right hand. Oh, okay. <sighs> what if you needed to log in with your nub? Like you were in a like 
hanging off the side of a cliff and your phone was the only way to so get help. So you can help. do like secondary biometrics, right? I, yeah. I could try it and see what happens. But I just like would never do that. I grab my phone with my right hand. Mm. But I wonder if it, it would probably just like scan and scan and be like, can't find a fingerprint. No, because all it does is say, like it just says, roll the fingerprint around. Yeah. Everybody's fingerprint is their thumb because that's what you typically use. But it could be your pinky finger if you wanted to. No, it could be any finger. But I'm wondering if it like well, if there it is a fingerprint there. Like I still have pattern on there. Yeah. Like if he were like to murder someone, we could still tell. It'd probably be easier to tell because of the nub. So you're you're saying that you think that a fingerprint scanner on your phone could just like you could put your nose on it and it doesn't care that it's not a fingerprint. It's just care. It's just mapping a pattern. No, I think it needs like the print from a finger. I don't like your nose doesn't have the lines and the ridges on it. Right, but neither does your nub. Yes, it does. Look at it. Your whole hand has you have hand prints. Shane, Shane it's on the did middle. Did they of, fold that? No, did no, they? Look at the look at this part of your thumb. <laughs> yeah, like you have lines in that part of your thumb right there. Look further into your hand. The palm of your hand has palm lines. Head, like, but it doesn't have like the swirly pattern of a fingerprint. Well, it probably doesn't lines need to have the swirly pattern. Well, that's what I'm wondering. It just needs <laughs> a, it? a pattern. Does it? The end of your nose does not have a pattern. Yeah, big toe. Like, you could use your big toe, too. That would be difficult. Yeah. TC Dex on here says, can you guys show your shirts? I'm curious. Okay, first of all, before we do that, uh, thank you to TC Dex. I'm going to take it off. There, I don't know if you know this <laughs> take yet. Take it off. I don't know if you know this yet. Wait. I do. You called me. To tell you about the toques? Mm -hmm. Oh. Sent so. Two. TC Dex sent us uh, three toques. Three. Oh. One for each of us here. Nice. And so Yours there was gone already. Is that yeah. one? Yeah, because I gave Brace first choice, which was a which was a stupid, it was a stupid idea. Stupid because idea. they're like one was significantly cooler than the other ones. And I got the cool one. And I really wanted that one. And I'm like, uh, go ahead, Brace. And he's like, well, obviously this one. I was like, <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, Wade never has to know about that one. That's like, right. He'll get to choose between the gray and the black yeah. without ever seeing the black the and white one? camel. It was oh, like gray, black, black and white camel. camel. Oh, sweet. It's like better. like snow camel. Yeah. TC Dex, you need to tell Bryce that that one's for me. He actually messaged me about that and was like, what oh, kind of toque would you like? Yeah. And I was like, the camel one, because I hunt. Oh, yeah. You hunt things? Uh, Yeah. Have you shot a gun? Mm, no. No. That's not the only way to hunt things. Yeah, with my bare hands. I'm a man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you use a gun, huh, Wade? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cute. I hide in the snow, <laughs> and then you I can pop have the, out. <laughs> you can have the pink one, then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thanks to TC Dex for the toques. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It showed cool. up and I was like, I don't know what this is. I know the guy's name on here, but like, what is this? Boop, boop, boop. Open it. Oh, <gasps> sweet. You were like, package from Utah. Yeah. Uh, so the shirts, the shirts we're wearing today are, how do I show this here? They're, they're Fibron co-branded shirts with the Ultimate Deck Shop. The Ultimate Deck Shop and Fibron presents, and this, this, Graphic here is the profile of a good life deck board that like, what do you call that? Perspective, 3D perspectives back into the shape of Saskatchewan as a province with two little pin markers of each of our locations. Yeah. So it's a perfectly uh, collaborated t-shirt design between Fiberon and the ultimate deck shop. Doesn't a collaboration like involve a little bit from both parties talking about it? You want fiber on chocolate <laughs> shirts? Is that yeah. what you're suggesting? Well, That's what they, I'm talking about. Like they listen to this podcast. They might hear about it and maybe they will talk about it one day. Did you send them but an invoice? I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, we used our They Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, then they collaborated. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. They, they helped us pay for these shirts. The collaboration I want from them out of this is to pay. 
These shirts look. These sh- <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to design, <laughs> but we designed them in house. Like I love these shirts. Came up with these this uh, thing, this graphic that we use here. Yeah, province with a good life board. I think it's pretty slick. Yes, hot so. damn. There you go. I see you found one. Like you, I just gave him a, I just gave him a, yeah, like a titty. Hey, right there. <laughs> but again, if you'd like. Hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, what do we got here? USMC says, "Holy crap, they're back." We're back. So when I first. Like, out of the corner of my eye, I saw that. I saw, thought he said they're slick, and I thought he was talking about the shirts. He doesn't care about the shirts. Um, and TC Dex is offering to send more. Yeah, just one more. Two more. The camo one. <laughs> we'll send the other. <laughs> we'll have to return the other. we have to do an exchange on them. At okay. IBS. So, it, we can yeah. put them in our bag and go to IBS. Uh, we to. sure can. Uh, because Wade's here, we thought it's time for a planning episode, because we know oh, <laughs> if yeah. there's one thing we know about Wade. It's planning is everything. So, Wade, Bryce wrote up this great podcast topic just for you. I'm the color guy. Here you go. You Yours to run. Oh my you god, you guys. It. What's the matter? You get, this was Wade's episode last time. Yeah, I'm so going to put that out there. Your turn to do it. I did it last time. <laughs> so, Wade's episode, Bryce wrote the article, but then I have to do so little <laughs> how it goes. As we start when off, you're the prettiest one. That's how it goes. As we start <laughs> off, twenty. Right. <laughs> as we start off, twenty twenty two. At this time of year, it's a good time to start planning your deck. We forgot to do the sting. What sting? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's plan time. It's plan time. Okay. When was the like look that? on his face. I like that. When the was the last face. time either of you listened to rap music? Yesterday. You. What kind of rap uh, music? Yeah. Any, Do we anything? And like on Spotify or in your truck or on your phone? How about on a podcast? Nope, that doesn't count. I mean, like right actually now. went in West Philadelphia, born and raised <laughs> on the playground. I because I've been listening to the Will book. Yeah, I've heard that and a few other songs. Fresh Prince, man. Not letting you go on this. When was the last time you listened to rap? Uh, Would have been like in the shower last couple of days because I put on uh, the ninety two point one and it plays like it no. plays music from the nineties and it's 90s often like it will be some Will Smith in there, some Skilo, some Gangsta's Paradise, like that kind of rap back then. Beastie Boys. Okay. Yeah. But well, you what's behind these, your question? You don't search these things out. Like you don't when I you do. fire up a playlist, you don't search that out. No, I don't fire up playlists. Right, okay. Uh, Not often, anyway. What's behind my question is that, like, that's our intro music, and I'm, like, I can tell you that it's been more than more than a year since I probably searched out a rap song. Oh, man. You're missing out. So, anyways. Yeah, I don't know. What's wrong with rap? Nothing. It's, like, it's just not generally the genre that I listen to. Oh, okay. Uh, no, here and we, here we go. About three days ago, on my Google Home, doing the dishes, I put on, oh, what's his name, and what's the song? The Skilo. Rock. No, no, no. <laughs> the Rock, like Dwayne Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, mm, starts the T. <laughs> no, not into it. But Tech the Rock nine. song. Tech Nine. I put that song on. Yeah, Tech Nine. And it's and called Face Off. So I did ask, I requested specifically for that song from Google three Can days ago. Okay. Okay. Have you heard that song? Yes. There you go. I listened to the Beastie Boys yesterday. What song? Yeah, I just like girls. (laughs) 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 Where Uh, I was going with that is like our music is rap music. Oh yeah, seems like it's maybe not a 
uh, we're trying to reach a new demographic so back off put it on the issues list new song <laughs> until that gets on the issues list it's not going to be a thing that we take care of here okay. uh so planning your deck so January is a time when, like, Christmas is over. People start thinking about, I don't know if they're thinking about spring yet, but pretty soon they will be. You know what? With temperatures like it's like we oh, have yeah. this week, they probably are thinking spring. It's beautiful out this week. Uh, for those of our friends in Texas and Florida, beautiful to us is, like, 30 to 35 degrees Fahrenheit Yeah, at this time of year. Yeah. That's a beautiful day. Yes. <laughs> I was on a call with a guy yesterday down in Florida, and he was telling me that he likes it, like, Warm, like 65 to 70 or whatever is like warm. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Warm. 65 to 70? That's yeah, probably like, like 15 to 18 degrees. Yeah, he's yeah, like, that's what it's like when it's cold. When yeah. it's cold though, right? Room temperature. In Florida. Yeah. And I was like, well, last week it was minus, minus 57 here with the wind chill at one point. And he's like, what's that in Fahrenheit? And I looked it up. It's minus 75. Yeah. Once Fahrenheit. you cross 40, the number gets bigger on the Fahrenheit that's side. That's insane. Yep. So it's hard to like brag about our nice weather having this week too much because the two weeks prior to this were like record setting cold snaps. Yeah, it was so cold here. Screw that. It and snowfall. Got lots of snow too. Which, so that's good. We need the snowfall. We do need the snowfall. We haven't had really any moisture for a few years. So it's, it's hard. Yeah. 74 like degrees it. in Dallas today. So that's what? probably about 20 degrees Celsius. No. And it's like zero here today. It's like 23 or 24. Fine. 69 degrees is room temperature. Oh, okay. Right? 70, 70 degrees is room what temperature. What is room What is room what temperature? Is room, temperature? room temperature is just what you have your own room. 21 degrees at. Celsius. That's like there's an industry standard in rooms. 21 <laughs> degrees Celsius. Look it up. We have our house set at 20. Right. Well, you're below average. It's because, probably because you own a small below business. Below average. Because yeah. you're cheap. Can't afford to run below your average in a lot of ways. And that, sure, I'll take that as one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to go through the things like some key categories of things to consider when you're planning out your deck that you're going to build this year with materials purchased at the ultimate deck shop. This is super exciting. I want to see if my opinion has changed over the course of the year. Cause I wrote this last year. Okay. So, so without looking at the sheet, what would you say the first thing? <laughs> so the first budget. thing we're going to talk about is budget. You're right, Wade. Budget. Uh, if you don't know what you're going to spend, you can't build a deck. I feel like I should just read this word for word with how Brace has written it over Oh, here. thank you. That'd be great. Just bury him. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, budget. Okay, so the, the questions that Brace posed here in his article is, what does your budget look like? Are you going to finance? How long are you going to use this space? <gasps> that would be new. I for sure would not have considered the financing last year in the discussion of budgeting. No, you didn't. I added that this year. Yeah, good sure. call. That's a great <laughs> ad. You know what? With the... Like the cost, the lumber, the cost of railing, cost of decking, like all that stuff changing, financing it becomes a, like, that's a reality. It probably should be a reality. Yeah. Not many people roll in and pick up a $25,000 car with their credit card. No. Why would you? So that's would, it. Would you, Shane? Shane, you can go now. Cash only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how much money Big I saved keeping my house you at 20 what? degrees? <laughs> I totally got to change the temperature of my house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> pays for everything with cash. Yeah, yeah one degree of affordability. <laughs> uh, the reason budget is so important, and I know that this is, especially when a contractor is visiting or you're hiring a contractor to do your deck, budget's one of those words that makes everybody cringe a little bit because oh, the contractor yeah. wants to know what's your budget. And homeowners, because of sometimes the poor reputation that some contractors have given the industry, Sometimes people keep that a little bit close to their chest mm -hmm. and they don't want to give that away too early because they don't trust you yet. 
And so like, I, I'm not telling you my budget. You'll try to take it all. The reason the contractor's asking for it is because... <laughs> I don't think that that's some contractors or some homeowners. I think that's literally every interaction is like that. Because all, like I think almost all customers think that almost all contractors are going to do that. And so that yeah. like nobody's going to pr- just volunteer that information right away. Yeah. There's two issues. One's that. One's there's a trust issue potentially that may want, might not want to give up their budget. Yeah. And the second is that a lot of people truly don't know what it should be and not because mm. they haven't they just don't know what to expect right it's like they we hear like, that a lot i don't i don't want to save five grand and sound stupid because if in case it's 20 like i've got 20 if it has to be 20 but it, like they have no idea it's like you going to buy something you have no experience with you don't know if it's supposed to cost i think i've used this this um, example before but if i'm Personally, me going to buy a guitar, I don't know the first thing about them. I don't know if that's supposed to cost me $300 or $3,000 or $1,200. Mm, yep. Like, I don't know. So if I was to walk into a music store and they'd be like, what's your budget? I'd be like, I, I don't know. Like, if it, if it has to cost me $1,200, then I can get, like, I have $1,200. Right. But if it only has to cost me $300, then I've got $300 as a budget. Like, I don't know. What I do know is I want, like, a decent guitar. It's not a piece of junk, but I don't need the best and the best. Like, mm-hmm. what does that cost me? Well, they go for around 800 bucks. Okay, then sure. Then I'll make peace with the fact that that's my budget. But for a lot of homeowners, they just don't know. Then you double it. 800, and you're like, mm, okay, I could probably get behind 1600. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I bit, feel like that's how I shop. There. It's like you go in to buy an ice fishing camera. And it's like, what's an ice fishing camera going to cost? And you look them all up online. And you're like, oh, used ones are like 200. So you're like, okay. I could spend five hundred. I could spend five hundred. No, that's a that's a perfect example for me because I wouldn't know if an ice fishing camera is supposed to cost me eighty bucks or eight hundred. I have no idea. So I have uh, I have a buddy that has one for two hundred dollars, and he has a twenty one hundred dollar one. And, and yeah, so the, the two hundred dollar ones are great. They're like good for winter ice fishing only. But his twenty one hundred dollar one he uses in the summer as well. He like attaches it to his boat and it like And so that's exactly why the contractor has to ask the question too. Yeah. What because do you want it for? The deck could be four grand. Not if you're Scott Kelly. Yep. And it, or it <laughs> you know, four grand were the fasteners. Or it could be a quarter million dollars. Like what are we talking about here? What's your budget? What are you trying to accomplish? Like right. that has to be part of the conversation. Otherwise, you say, just give me a number. Like I I want a twenty by twelve deck. Mm. Give me a number. Well, that 20 by 12 could be 10 grand or it could be 30 grand, depending on your selections and how much finishing you're doing and who's building it and what like level of detail you're asking for. And like, there's a lot of things that go into the total budget. So don't make me go away and spend three hours putting together an estimate and come back and deliver it to you only for you to be like, oh, that's way over. That's way more than I can afford. Okay. That's why we get that out of the way the first time, because now we've both wasted each other's time. Now you're getting antsy because we've taken a week to get this number to you and it's not what you wanted it to be or could afford it to be. And now I have to go back and you're like, oh, well, come on, let's get the show on the road here. I want to get a deck by spring. And now I have to go back and retweak it because turns out your budget is $8,000, but you wouldn't say it the first time. Right. And I delivered $24,000. Yeah. So get that out of the way. That's why it's important. Um, you can always maneuver things within a budget pretty simply. Um, yep. Give a ballpark, work towards that. And if you want to tweak things, it's like you can you can easily shave 10, 15% off a deck with material selections pretty easily most of the time. Yep. So, yep. Um, okay, so what do we got here? USMC says fishing cameras are a thing yeah ice fishing cameras are ice fishing cameras even a thing they really are so you drill a hole beside your hook and then you like 
run a camera down, face the camera towards your hook, and then you can see if the fish bite it. And the reason you do that is perch are really, really small fish, and th- when they bite the hook, you don't typically actually see any action on the rod. Like, typically, a perch will just kind of, like, they suck the hook in, and, and it doesn't change anything. Like, the rod doesn't bounce. <laughs> so You're saying... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you. I'll record it. And I'll You're it saying <laughs> that some fish are so small when they tug in your rod, you don't notice. Correct. Mm. <clears throat> so you need a camera to see. When you have a, like <laughs> a microscope. Yeah. You could get a smaller rod. Maybe that would work. <laughs> but that's not what I have. <laughs> ah. You're welcome. Okay. Thank okay. you. So fishing is fun. <laughs> no emails. It's all in the interpretation. This is your fault. Uh, number two B is is off to Mexico. I wish I was going. Bye. Yeah. See you later then. Get out of here. (laughs) Get out of here. Uh, B purpose and uses. So what do you mean by that? Bryce purposes and uses of your deck purposes. It wasn't purposes. You were only going to use it for one purpose, but you have multiple uses. Yeah. The way that reads. Would you like me to read the questions that you wrote down here? Yeah. That'd be in preparation for this. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what do you want to use it for primarily? For example, dining, lounging, working, cooking, etc. What time of day are you going to use it the most? Are you going to entertain on your deck? How many people do you want to have on your deck? How big or small do you want your deck to be? Yes. All of those things. That's what I meant by it. Yeah. Purposes and uses. Purposes and uses. Are you going to have parties on your deck? Yeah. So this is just something to figure out early because it's a lot tougher to change out later. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. You're going to have a hot tub party on your deck? Yeah. Because we'll oft- often have people come in that... Uh, they want, you know, like a lot of times in the city, you don't have a huge backyard. So people come in and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to build like, I don't know. We were thinking like a 10 by 12 deck. Okay. Sounds fine. Yeah. What are you wanting to do on it? Well, we've got like a patio table we want to put up there. Okay. Already a red flag. That's going to be awfully tight to yeah. put. How big is this patio table? Oh, it's seat six or seat eight. Seats eight. Right. Yeah. You're 10 by 12 ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, you've got a four by four zone in front of your door that you can't use. And then you got a you got a track or a pathway to the stairs, which is just completely unusable for, you can't put anything there. So really what you have is an eight by 10 deck. Yep. And you can't put a patio table on an eight by 10. You'll be like smashing into the railing and like won't mm-hmm. work. You better upgrade that thing to like, to bare minimum 12 feet. 55. Deep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your budget again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bare so, minimum, that thing's got to be 55 feet wide and 70, 71, 71 feet out. Yeah. <laughs> so you just make got to make sure that what you're envisioning using your deck for mm-hmm. is like being accounted for in the size and shape of the deck as well. Because yes. sometimes people too can be like, I want a two-tier deck. And it's like, well, it's not it's not really big enough to, be, to make it into two tiers. All you're doing is splitting up the space and making both spaces kind of unusable. Yep. If you keep that in one plane, like one level, then you should be able to fit in your furniture here that you want to do or whatever. Or sometimes you might suggest that they do go to another tier. So like, that one that we're doing right now for Corey, we mm-hmm. tore his deck off his house and we're in the process of replacing it right now. Tyler's, Tyler's building that. His deck was 16 feet out from his house. And two tiered, and he had a eight foot, and then down two steps, and then a six foot section. Right. His deck is now one tier and fourteen feet out. Like I actually, I shrunk the size of what he was using, mm-hmm. but it is way more functional. More he usable. walked out yep. like he walked out first day and was like, "Well, this is way bigger than what I had," and was like, 
like footprint wise, it's actually smaller. Yep. Like you're 75 square feet less actually. But yep. yeah, it feels bigger. Feel like more usable space, right? Yeah. So those stairs. They just like, they're so wasteful. Yeah. Yep. It's like hallways and houses. And it's like when you design a house and you have a, you have to put a hallway in there. It's like used to drive me crazy. It's like, why can't they just be doors off edges of rooms, right? Yeah. So. Um, another thing that Bryce mentioned in here was what time of day you're going to use it. And yep. you might be wondering why that is a thing, but you have to, like, first of all, consider what exposure do you have? Are you going to be in direct sunlight? I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. That's exactly you what I'm talking about. You may want to plan in some shade structure potentially or some privacy walls. Like depending on where the sun's coming in, you may mm-hmm. need a little bit break from it in the day. So you got to plan that into your deck. Um, the other thing you mentioned here was, are you going to entertain on your deck? Okay, so you and your family of four are going to be on the deck. So you need a deck that's this big. Well, what, like, do you entertain a lot? Oh, yeah, we have, like, every holiday we have people over. We like to watch the rider games in our backyard. Okay, right. so you actually need a deck to fit 15 people, not your family of four. Exactly. Because if you want to extend your entertainment space from inside your house to outside your house, then you need to accommodate for the potential use, not just the, the daily use. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one, too. Yep, you look like you're itching to say something there, Wade. No. Feel free to jump in there. No, I was just reading. Like okay. wondering how much longer we're going to talk about this one. Uh, a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> and then you mentioned, when you mentioned hot tub. I said hot tub. So there's some structural things you need to account for in there as well. Because some yeah. people just don't think about that. They're like, yeah, we're going to put a hot tub on it here. And it's like, okay, well, that, like that's a different, different plan to put plan water in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're going to put something like that on there that has a significant weight or a stone fireplace or something that's going to add weight, then you have to account for that structurally as well. So that's going to change how you're going to, mm-hmm. and that's not easily done after the fact. It's uh, hard to get no, under that's deck. That's pretty hard to do. More piles and more beams and whatever else after. So you better know that first. Yeah. Yep. So think about it. Just, yeah. just think about just it. Just think about it. Just that's a Limp Biscuit song. Think about it. That's right. It is a Limp Biscuit song. A rap artist. Eh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and some people have plans to do like a screen room in the future. Like yeah. they might be staging a thing and that's, it's like, uh, I'm doing a screen room. You're really jumping ahead. You're Am I? really jumping ahead. I'm pretty sure future. Future add-ons. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, environmental factors. This is the next thing. Number 3C. And so <laughs> you want to consider... You want to consider where is the hottest part of my yard? What day, what time of day is the hottest? How much physical space do I have? How much yard space am I willing to give up? Where is the entrance to the yard? So, boy, I thought about different environmental factors. Like, am I looking out at a lake? Am I on the side of a hill? These could be things. Here, you would want to account for wind sometimes. If you know you get a good west wind all the time, what? you might want to put up a windbreak. On we that don't side. get wind here. <laughs> Not like, like in this room. In this room <laughs> yeah, <don't>. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes uh, a wall shakes a little. <laughs> That's unbelievable. But this kind of plays off a little bit of what we were talking about last point too with the sun yeah, and whatnot. Exactly. Like if you need to Way to build on that shade. last point. I was really, yeah, I was really feeling it. It was That's like a so snowball. Good. It was just rolling downhill. Right, Cascading well, along. Picked exactly. up good, picked up some good uh, speed here now. Um, but other things, like you said, view, Wade, you mentioned mm-hmm. view. You might want to have a view. It may come down to like how much green space you're wanting to maintain in your yard too. Maybe you don't want a huge deck because mm-hmm. you want to maintain a good, healthy like green space in your yard as well. So yeah. Trees. I never put trees on there, but right. Plan for trees. Cause it's like, it's somewhat common too on that point for people to build a deck up and around a tree. Yeah. Like really tight to the tree. And they're like, well, it looks fine today, what but what you didn't account for is all of a sudden the tree's not getting the water mm-hmm. it needs because of the deck space. Like it can impact how, 
how the plant survives around a deck. Yeah, definitely. That's not one of my favorite designs. Building around a tree? Yeah. Tree and It always deck. seems like a great idea. Like, people do it a lot. They do it a lot. And I, like... But I just don't know that I would. I've heard of people that it's like, yeah, we did that, and then three years later, the tree died because it just, for whatever reason, the deck that you put there, I don't know, restricted water flow to the root system of the Probably tree. Probably because a contractor screwed all of his framing to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bolted your bean to the side of it. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes they build it too close to the tree, and as a tree grows and leans and whatever, all of a sudden it gets kind of sandwiched to the deck, and that can cause structural problems to the deck Yeah, as well. Yeah, but, just not my favorite. That's all. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about there? Good. It, what? Where is the entrance to the yard? What'd you, what was that in there for there, Bryce? Uh, well, like, so for example, in my yard, the entrance to my yard comes under my, like, back door almost. And so you just have to be wary of how you're going to get into your yard with your deck space. Gotcha. Do you know what the hell he means by under the back door? Boy, I feel like you'd have to draw So I got a bi level. Yes. Okay, and so my back door is, like, eight feet in the air. Yes. And the only way to get into my backyard is a tiny little door that's sandwiched in between my garage and my house. So I have to, you have to almost go under the first level of my, like the landing at the back door. If you were to build the deck off the side of your house, you mm-hmm. would then have to walk under it? Yes. So when you walk into your backyard, you're walking along the side of your house? Yeah. Presumably? Yeah. Is your house at an angle to the walkway? I don't understand how you would walk under that door. Yeah, because like my garage and my, yeah, like the corners of the garage and the house are like meeting. Yeah. And then to get into my yard, there's a eight foot like section right above it. You walk into it all the time if you're, we're too tall for example. Like it jogs out. It's like cantilevered above your head. Yeah. Like to get out above that spot. right? Right. Right now, ninety percent of people on this podcast are gonna be like, "What? What the, the hell? hell is he talking about?" And ten percent are like, "How are they not getting it?" I, it's, <laughs> it's perfectly clear. What are you saying? Yeah, I don't get it. You'll have to draw me a picture. Yeah. Anyway, uh, number four D: efficient use of the space. Oh yeah, take the stairs out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. How much of your yard are you willing to dedicate to the deck? Based on your uses, should you create zones for specific functions? Where is the entrance to the deck from the house? Is it high up or ground level? Do you want patio furniture? Do you have any accessories you would like on your deck? So that goes into like the hot tub and like like what Wade said with um, uh, the deck that they're building right now, right? Yeah. Like he went two levels mm-hmm. where yeah. you could have just went out one big one right. to get more space. Made it much more efficient even in a smaller footprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and Wade's point about the stairs, get rid of the stairs. A lot of people come in with this grandiose idea of having this like big staircase in their deck. They're like, I want big stairs here. It's like, yeah, visually, I see what you're trying to do visually, but like from a functionality perspective and efficient use of the space, yep, that's kind of not a great idea because you've basically made that entire front section of your deck unusable now because you can't put things where there's traffic flow and stairs are a traffic flow area. <laughs> Regardless how wide there are, you can't put things in front of it. You're probably how do you, better off. Uh, how do you tell people to not do that then? Refuse to quote it like that. That's right. <laughs> no, I think I realize that this is your deck, but you're dumb. So uh, I'm going to do it now. This we way. don't do stairs here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Like, all you can do is inform them of why that may not be the best use of space. And if they're insistent that that's what they want, then that's what they want. I know how you do it. Build what they you want. You tell them the cost of the stairs versus the cost that of the That sometimes will take care of it, too. 
So the, the <laughs> customers that of the time it does, it's like oh, customers okay, that just built the deck in Regina here that again Queen City built had a vision of what they wanted a big rounded staircase a off the front of their deck. Of we stairs. want the whole front of the deck to be, and from our perspective, it's like. So from me thinking about that deck, I'm like, it doesn't. What do you? Why do you want these big set of stairs? Your view is the back fence, so it's mm-hmm. not like you. It's not like you use that as like stadium seating to a park in the back or something right um you're not even going to be the yard was all rock it's like they're not intending to be out and playing in the yard so it's not even a visual impact really from the yard back yeah and so but that's what they wanted though this was their dream deck and you kind of tell them that it's like well it's going to result in this and and it's like no that's what we want to do like that's this is our dream deck is to have a big staircase like that sounds good and if you could make it round (laughs) Uh. (laughs) okay yeah that's where the stairs cost more than the deck that's what they did though but you just, yeah, you just kind of help yeah. curve. They help did guide big them. curve stairs. Yep. Make sure they're aware of like all the options and all the impacts of what they want to do. And if after all that, they're like, nope, I get it. I get that all those things That's are valid points, but this is what we want. Okay. Sounds good. Just want to make sure you're educated on it. So yep. It is what it is. Um, future add-ons. Number five E. This is what you're talking about here when I was getting ahead of myself with the screen room. Yep. And a pergola. A pergola. So you get this quite a bit. People will build the deck now and they'll kind of stage their project where it's like, we're going to build the deck today. And then in a few years, we're going to add a screen room probably. We're just going to save up for that. And so if you know that ahead of time, you can plan to put appropriate blocking where it needs to go. Maybe you have to beef up the structure because of the weight of whatever's going on top, mm-hmm. something like that. But it's that's a fairly common thing where it's like, I'm building the deck now and in a couple of years, I'm going to add a screen room. Okay, well, while we're at it, while you're building the deck, we might as well put all the blocking in or the double joists where they need to be or Correct. whatever. Yeah. So that when it's time to go bolt the track down for the screen room, there's already blocking there. You don't have yep. to undo things or, yep. or crawl in. under and try and do it. Like. Yeah, especially if, it's low to the ground and it's not super accessible later. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if it's up in the air and you can get to things, but sometimes these decks are a foot off the ground, two feet off the ground. You're not crawling under there to add anything later. No, <laughs> you are not. So Make it a little easier on yeah, yourself. That's right. yeah. And that's the same thing with like lighting. Oh, I know I'm like not in the budget this year, but at some point we do want to put a bunch of lighting in here, whatever. Okay, well run the wire now. The wire's cheap. Run yeah. the wire to where it needs to be so when you go to poke those lights through, you can connect it in no problem. Yep. But if that's closed off and you can't get under later, well, you that's a giant headache. So plan for it now. Um, did you have questions on that one? No, you did not. I don't think so. That was pretty oh, straightforward. Look, oh, I'm going to read this though. Oh no. This sounds pretty. What did, I did you did you punch this in and have a robot write this too? No, I wrote this one. Okay. Future add-ons. <laughs> Close your eyes. I'm ready. And imagine I'm ready. a world where your deck is built in the backyard. You're relaxing in the warm, bubbling waters of your brand new hot tub. Wait. You don't even own one of those yet. And you haven't planned for it in your dream deck either. This might be okay, but planning ahead would allow the structure of the deck, the hardest part to get to after it's built, to be ready to take on the new dream hot tub. Or maybe it's a natural gas barbecue or a brick pizza oven. Whatever your dreams may be, it's easier to build your deck to those specifications than change it in the future. Future. I feel like he should have hit the outro right there and just like left it. That should have been over. God, that was pretty. Thanks. Hey. So bubbling away in the in the hot tub. Yeah, it's pretty good. But you got me with the pizza oven. The pizza oven. Everybody wants a pizza oven. Who doesn't want a pizza? Right beside the hot tub too. Oh yeah. You can like put your pizza in, sit in the hot tub, and it's like ding, done. Pull it out, bam. I don't think pizza ovens ding. (laughs) Then you can get whatever you want on your phone. Maybe. Maybe it's a timer. Maybe it's a timer. You could just smell it. Yeah. 
Yep. Do you, so when you guys make pizza at home, I don't eat it in the hot tub. <laughs> do you eat it in the bathtub though? No. No. Uh, do you eat in the bathtub? Does I anybody usually, eat in the bathtub? Oh yeah. I'll drink in the shower, you but I won't in eat bathtub? in the bathtub. I will eat in the bathtub. <laughs> no, I don't eat in the bathtub. No, of course not. Bath. What do you think I am here? <laughs> Who has bass? Yeah, grown ass man. But so I always find like Bryce is like what making like, pizza at I home. Like I find it's that it's never quite as good as ordering in. Like oh, I can yeah. never like I can never nail it. But the deep dish pizza we make is like we make a deep dish pizza all the time, and you it's nail like it. it's so freaking good. Mm. And I would I would take that over an ordered in pizza a lot. I bet you your waist wouldn't. Right. <laughs> He's going to get a Peloton. <laughs> you got to go on sale, though. Have a heart Peloton attack. 165. <laughs> That's it for us, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. This is a fresh start to the year. Hope that your planning is uh, well underway and you're doing great things this year. Right, Wade? That's what we're doing. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening. Planning is everything. <laughs>